Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Going for Two podcast. Unlike the hit show Tiger King, people are not binging our show by the millions. <laughs> Almost. Uh, that, is un- that is wildly unfortunate, Ben. Um, yeah, welcome to the show, my co-host, Ben Cobb. Woo! Hey, everyone. So, Ben, are you, are you self-quarantining? Are you um, hiding out in a locked bunker? Are you just enjoying that people are not in public places, just running around in the nude? What's going on? You know, all, all of the above, to be quite honest with you. I'm, I'm an introvert, so, like, work, working from home is kind of my heaven. I'm like, this is great. Okay. And I think I talked about this on the last podcast that we just got a kitten, so – the Rio is her name. She's going to be like devastated when I actually have to go back to work. She's going to be like, well, you don't work from home all the time, <laughs> but it's like perfect timing right now because I'm just chilling with her, uh, chilling with Amy when she's off and uh, Rio's here 24 seven to keep me company. Um, so it's, it's been a good scenario, you know, at least from a working perspective. Um, but I, I will say I'm getting a little bit antsy. What about you, Logan? Yeah, things haven't changed a whole lot for me. I cannot, I can't work from home more than about two days a week. Part of managing people is kind of being there to manage them. Sure. Um, so yeah, I I get usually about Tuesday and Wednesday morning to work from home, and then okay. uh, I've been going in. So still, life has changed a lot, even for people still going into work who are deemed essential employees and all that. But so what's the craziest thing you've done through this uh, time of pandemic? Man, the craziest thing is that's, that's, that's such a tough question, but you know, the craziest thing that I have done is, is probably uh, watch Tiger King. That was probably the craziest thing. It's my understanding. You haven't seen it yet. Is that correct? I haven't seen it. I'm planning on watching it. Okay. I kind of feel like it's one of those things that is too maybe relevant to to not watch. Sure. Yeah. Like I'll I'll just be out of out of the loop of way too many conversations if I yeah. don't watch it. Yeah, that's very true. You got to do for, do it for your own social survival to be honest. Right, right. So, for me, I found myself watching something uh maybe more normal, but <laughs> I'm sure probably, probably more out of the ordinary for me. Okay. And that was on Saturday. I was watching a dog show. Oh, there you go. Love yeah. those. FS1 was airing FS1. dog shows. So nice. That's, that's what I was watching. So that's what they're doing on FS1 now with sports out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. ESPN is airing movies like The Rookie, and FS1 yeah. is airing reruns of dog shows because they're obviously not live. Right. Of course. That's, that's good to know. That's good to know. I was, that was my first thought. I was like, are all these dogs in here? I'm just concerned <laughs> about the dogs, you know? I'm like, I don't want the dogs to become infected by of course. The, the humans. Um, but that's That'd awesome. Be yeah. rough. Okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> that's a great segue because tonight is very special uh, because we have our first guest on the podcast and he actually loves puns. So I appreciate you segueing him in with a pun, Logan. Uh, but tonight we have my brother-in-law. We've talked about him on the show uh, quite a mm-hmm. bit. Kyle Penninger is joining us tonight to talk all things sports during these weird times. Kyle, what's up? Hello, hello. Long time, lifetime listener, first time caller. <laughs> there we all go. Right. Kyle is uh, 
arguably our biggest fan. It's pretty cool <laughs> that we have uh, about a third of our audience on with us tonight. So right. it's it's a special night. I don't think a lot of podcasts get to bring on like an entire third of their listening audience onto their podcast at once. So we've got it that would, on a lot of those It would podcasts. be a little lengthy for most, I feel. Although if we want to just shit this up last uh, second and do a pun podcast, I am all for that. Oh, man. <laughs> we will definitely have to entertain that at some point, like being completely serious. I mean, we could. We, there's tons of ways to make it sports relevant. Like there's, I mean, we could, we just need to get on the ball and figure that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. I like it. Kyle, what's the, uh, what's the craziest thing you've done during quarantine i know you've been going crazy over there yeah yeah uh to all those listeners out there i am not like that i am not an introvert i am uh, i feel like a rat in a cage I've, I've actually been playing a little smashing pumpkins for all the smashing pumpkins fans and uh nice. that song has basically been my life for the last two weeks the craziest thing i've done is outside of not watching tiger king which is probably the craziest thing uh, my girlfriend and I and uh, my roommate, uh, Ben, who you know, came in. Uh, mm-hmm. The three of us went up to Walmart over the weekend. Oh, boy. Crazy enough right there if I ended the story. Yeah, we bought there a, you go. Uh, we bought a nice little wiffle ball set and found a, a nice park six, six plus feet away from people and mm-hmm. played man wiffle ball for about two hours. There you go. Wow. Okay. Well, get out of the house. It was, it was good. Yeah, I like it. That's great. That's good that you're getting out of the house because I, I think the extroverts right now are literally dying. So, okay, <laughs> yes. well, not literally dying, but yeah, it's tough for the extroverts right now. Yep. I yep. never thought I'd want to go into work as, as much as I do right now. <laughs> How packed was was the the park pretty crowded? Did you see a lot of other people there? No, uh, there was probably about five or six acres out there, and there was probably about okay. 15 people. Um, it might have had something to do with the sign saying that the park was closed, uh, but <laughs> who's, who, who knows? It was a paper sign, so it wasn't metal, so you don't have to actually take those seriously yet. <laughs> All right. That's right. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. That's true. So, yeah, well, we went to uh, a park here uh, near my hometown. Uh, we went to Lindsay Park in Tyler played disc golf on saturday nice. and there were oh yeah no this was on sunday sorry there were a ton of people uh playing disc golf uh, there's mm-hmm. yeah. three separate courses at this park and we had someone immediately in front of us and behind us on one of the courses that we were playing oh. wow i believe it yeah we've uh amy and i have been going for walks um recently and it seems like our entire neighborhood is out for walks like whenever we go because there's they're all cooped up from 95 and they just mm-hmm. got to get out and then the only thing they can do is go walk around the neighborhood so we're all walking six feet away from each other so uh that's pretty good um and then you have that one poor guy who lives under a rock and takes that walk every week that's super confused <laughs> why there's suddenly three <laughs> yeah, that's very that's very true yeah he's the one that's easy to spot um so yeah as far as the you know these super weird times with coronavirus and quarantine and everything. It's uh, a few weeks ago, it, you know, definitely really impacted the college basketball season. Um, And Logan, I actually didn't tell you this about Kyle, um, but I think this is a great kind of like story just from an interesting perspective. Um, Kyle, can you give us a little bit of detail about how, when you figured out that (laughs) 
that uh, the ACC was no more this year? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was actually at the ACC tournament when that news broke. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, I mean, there's a, there's a chance that uh, I actually went with a buddy of mine from college. Him and I used to have the ACC tournament in Greensboro every year when we were in college, so we'd always – yeah, skip class and go over there, at least for the NC State games. And so they came back to Greensboro for the first time in a few years. We did that. Um, there's a chance we saw the last college basketball game this year, uh, which hmm. is, I guess, kind of cool, but also not the national championship like any other normal year. <laughs> but, yeah, we were sitting there, and we pulled up Twitter at, like, one of the TV timeouts. And next thing we know, uh, ACC tournament canceled for fans. And by the time we got home that night, it was canceled for – players fans coaches all alike which was disappointed but understandable yeah what what game was it during that you found it found that out Ooh, it was oh how could i forget to talk about the most glorious basketball game i've ever been to i believe carolina was losing by 34 at the time to syracuse and let me tell you man we had uh we came prepared we came with orange shirts and everything (laughs) we were Dad and I cheering. I, I thought we were going to get the crap beat out of us, but it was worth it. That was an enjoyable game. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was icing on top. Yeah, for sure. I know that the right before it was canceled, the Duke NC State was was going to play, uh, and then yeah. that obviously never ended up happening. Um, which which was very lucky and fortunate for you guys. I think we can both agree. Yeah, I know. I definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh, I you know, talking about Carolina, I'm like one of the worst parts about the tournament being canceled is not being able to see Carolina miss it. Mm, never forget. Yeah, I was, I was really excited. And now Carolina fans are going to say, well, we didn't miss the tournament this year, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, Did, uh, I think they would have missed the tournament underneath the NIT. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I did hear uh, Syracuse's head coach come out and say he thought, you know, generally the last team to win a college basketball game is the national champion. Oh, boy. And so he was trying to claim that for himself. Wow. On a kind of mediocre season for Syracuse. Hmm. Well, it's kind of all a moot point at this point. I don't know if you guys saw, but the uh, senator from Florida crowned FSU the national champions. Oh, and wow. it passed with an overwhelming vote. So wow. What I don't is, even know why we played. What is it with Florida and just deciding that they <laughs> get to decide who the national yep. champions are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man. Yeah, I would want to be like drafted to a football team in Florida or something. Like next year, the Jaguars are just going to win the Super Bowl automatically. Yeah, definitely. No, no income tax, automatic championships. Even if you lose, it's 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 a good life. It really is a good life, man. Yeah. Well, I think, man, this this whole coronavirus and college basketball was certainly not what we expected. Um, but you know, Kyle, just predicting the tournament as it was. Uh, NC State, they would have made it in, correct? Correct. I, I, I said before we went into the Duke game that never happened, unless we had lost by 40, which is always possible with us, mm-hmm. I think we were pretty much a shoe. And I, I do think we would have been opening up in Dayton in the play-in game, but I actually kind of like that for this, this year's team. We, we were, when we were hot, we were hot. When we were cold, we weren't. So a little momentum carrying into the, quote-unquote second round um, I think would have been good for us and who knows I mean we we went one-on-one against Duke this year yeah. we won at home but well, we killed y'all at home and then you guys killed us on the road yep. 
So, so maybe a neutral site would actually give us a, a game within 20 points. Um, but I, yeah, I was, I was looking forward to that game, but I, I think we would have been in, um, which is disappointing. Yeah. So the ACC teams that you think would have made it FSU, Duke, State, Virginia. Um, yep. Who am I missing? And Louisville. And Louisville. Yep. Yeah. Not a lot. No, this was uh, this was definitely the worst year, for sure the worst year in ACC I can ever remember, um, especially since, you know, a decade or within the past decade since we've basically absorbed the Big East. Um, so many talented teams over the years, and just everyone this year decided, decided to take a year off. Although maybe they all knew something. Maybe they knew that it was <laughs> going to matter. It was going to be canceled in the end, so they all just went to uh, you know rebuilding mentality. <laughs> trust the process. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Wow, nice. Trust the process. For I don't know if you know this, but last podcast we were talking about the seventy six years. So now you're just tying all our podcasts together. That's perfect. Full circle. Wow, full circle. Um, so for all our listeners out there, Kyle and I are both located in the triangle. If you couldn't tell by our um, college basketball talk. Uh, so a lot of times we're kind of inundated with talk about the Panthers and um, what's happening in just a few hours west of us in Charlotte. Um, but Kyle is definitely safe to say is a Redskins guy. Um, so we can kind of mix the two a little bit with Ron Rivera heading up to DC and, and coaching the Redskins. Um, so, you know, Kyle being the, what is your Twitter handle? Skins freak. I believe that is that correct? Yes, and obviously with three E's there. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so being the uh, freak of the Redskins that you are, uh, we are going to discuss <laughs> a lot of Redskins today. Um, so, you know, I know that you've got a little bit that, that you want to discuss, and um, Logan and I have a little bit that we want to get your input on, because believe it or not, you know more about the Redskins than both Logan and I do, so... Um, even though we have a sports podcast, isn't that crazy? <laughs> like you would think we know everything there is to know about sports. Um, I did up until now. Yeah, exactly. I know. So on that note, Ron Rivera, good, bad, ugly. What'd you make of it? Awesome. Yeah. Well, first off, I uh, just want to give you a sincere thank you, Ben, for reminding me of the Redskins and my fanhood in the off season. It's supposed <laughs> to be a joyous, joyous time of year where I'm not reminded of, growing up in Virginia and being pulled into such a miserable, miserable fanhood. But uh, you're welcome. Maybe, maybe Ron Rivera will uh, lead us to the promised land. Um, maybe he won't. Honestly, I'm not super, super high or super low on him one way or the other. I think he's a solid B minus um, safe okay. play, but I am pretty happy about getting someone in who at least from what I can gather and what many of my friends who, again, as you alluded to in this area, are Panthers fans, um, have kind of spoken to his best qualities as, you know, kind of, you know, keeping the team on track, um, dealing with adverse personalities in the locker room, which uh, we are no stranger to, um, really just not, you know, his way or the highway. And I, I think that best case scenario that's going to lead to success years down the line so a little bit more of a patient approach um which is a word he'll probably have to define for daniel snyder at some <laughs> point along the way. Um, but yeah i'm, I'm I, I i would say i i give ron rivera the the personality the presence um the ownership the mentality 
um, how much that rubs off on the team. I give that a, a solid nine and a half. Um, the actual X's and O's, um, that would probably be somewhere around a five, maybe five and a half, six. I, 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 I would be lying if I said there wasn't a part of me that wanted to, you know, swing for the fences with, um, you know, maybe like a Lincoln Riley or one of those young, sexy, offensive minded coaches that are kind of sweeping the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, I I like it. I I didn't hate it. Um, but at the same time, uh, there were other coaches that I saw us linked to a la Marvin Lewis, um, and a certain Mike McCarthy, um, which that was a double win. We didn't get him. And then, you know who did so yeah. it definitely could have been worse from my perspective yeah that makes a lot of sense uh, i think it's pretty telling that logan and i literally both went whoof at the same time we yeah. said mike mccarthy or uh, marvin lewis i mean marvin lewis um, yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, that was that was worst case scenario for sure <laughs> yeah i mean you mentioned the ron rivera's kind of disciplinarian mindset coming in uh one of the very first things that he did when he got there allegedly uh is removing the ping pong table what would you make of that whole scenario so i will tell you uh i i follow a decent amount of of redskins and uh, redskins twitter mm-hmm. and i would equate the ping pong table being removed to rg3 uh bruce allen getting fired um really <laughs> really the mike shanahan <laughs> rg3 saga it might have been the single biggest event in washington redskins history <laughs> People were not happy about it. Wow. Um, so, yeah, he came in and he he means business and he was not uh, not playing around from day one. Dang. Oh, did you oh, like man. the did you like the removal of the table? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, again, I, I think we kind of have to or I kind of look at the Redskins not as the average franchise. I think the average franchise <laughs> Um, could handle a ping pong table. I think uh, <laughs> we maybe can't. Um, and you, know, you got to focus on. I mean, just some of the stories I would hear from some of the more uh, open mouth individuals, such as DJ Swearinger, who I personally love. Just some of the stories that came from not necessarily just the ping pong table, but there was you know cornhole boards, people playing poker, and people actually like getting to practice late, leading practice early, which blows my oh, mind. Wow. It's not like this is your middle school team. This is your this is your career. This is your profession. And to prioritize that sort of stuff. And it's all hearsay, so who knows how much that that did have an impact. Um but yeah, you know, maybe maybe leave the ping pong tables for the non three and thirteen teams. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I am gonna be kind of disappointed if Rivera comes in and makes the team like super disciplined and then they stop getting in all these fights. Like you know it's a risky <laughs> game when they just there's some type of brawl or some some scuffle happening. Oh, we're gonna be in uncharted territory if that ever happens. I still <laughs> am surprised D'Angelo Hall is actually involved with a lot of the uh training staff and radio personalities mm. and he's on the sideline for a lot of the games and I, I am waiting for the day he runs out there full suit leather shoes and just start scrapping it with some receivers because there was never a fight where that dude stayed on the sidelines when he was on the team. And I think that's that's where it all stemmed from. The, o- the only thing I will say about the ping pong table that I am a little wor- worried about is Tress Way was the, uh, the, the, the cream of the crop uh, when it came to ping pong, at least as uh, the Twitterverse has it be. Yeah. And 
I, I'm hoping that the lack thereof doesn't lead to diminished play from the greatest punter in NFL history next season. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. They might have to put it back if uh, if they do see that diminished return. Yeah, I mean he'll still get plenty of practice out there punting, but you know without the ping pong table, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the results will be. Yeah, and he's by far the best player on the team, so you gotta have that. Oh, he's like top five is just Tressway five times. <laughs> <laughs> so. Just a couple years ago, it seemed like the, the Redskins had some promise and the the missing piece was at quarterback when they went through, I think, three or four guys on their depth chart breaking legs or something like that. So, Kyle, what are your thoughts about the QB situation? How high are you on Haskins? Yeah, so Dwayne Haskins, that's probably the uh, the most, at least national media-wise, the most uh, prevailing topic on the Redskins. Um, I think the best way to answer that is probably almost an inverse of what my answer on Ron Rivera was. I think Ron Rivera is a solid hire with a low ceiling, high floor, low ceiling. I think Dwayne Haskins is the opposite, low floor, high ceiling. I, I don't see a lot of situations where he's going to be a good starting quarterback <laughs> um, a few years down the line. I think it's very likely he is going to wash out um, and and be out of the league, frankly, in a few years, or someone that could actually flash and be really good for us, um, you know, a couple years down the line. I think he's very, very green. He only started, what was it? I think, you know, 10, 11 games, 12 Mm -hmm. games in college. um, And less than that than his first year um, as we went through the likes of Case uh, Keenum and Colt McCoy and, mm-hmm. and everything else. So he's very green. I think it's very early. Um, and, and to be honest, I, as, as most everyone can probably tell listening to my answer so far, I'm a relatively pessimistic, uh, pessimistic, uh, Redskins fan with good reason over the last 27 years. Right. But I actually <laughs> think I'm fairly optimistic on Dwayne Haskins compared to everything else I'm seeing. And, and I think it's more so agnostic um, I, I think it's just the jury's still out. It's too early. But there were some games towards the tail end of last year. Um, the I think it was the the Philly game, and I forget who the other opponent was. Maybe the Giants. Um, where you know towards the tail end of the season, he looked really good, and he 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 makes a lot of bonehead dumb mistakes that you know any rookie quarterbacks do but he also makes some throws that I've never seen a Redskins quarterback do I mean I'll be honest the greatest quarterback I've seen in my my history as a Redskins fan is Mark Brunel of 2006 there we go I love me some Mark Brunel but that that's not that's not great if that's the that's the top quarterback in the last (laughs) decade I'll say that but uh Dwayne Haskins he, he he made some throws that were just filthy. I mean, just the he's got all the physical attributes. Um, everything, everyone I, I hear on the team, coaches, uh, scouts, you know, say he's got the brains. Um, and, and I think he's just young. I, I think on the field, mentally, he's, he's got it or he will get it. I think he's – another knock on him is his immaturity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say I'm much more concerned about that than the, you know, there was a report a month ago that he could barely read the playbook. Hmm. And honestly, I think a lot of quarterbacks, you know, that, you know, even at a place like Ohio State, only starting, you know, less than a full season coming in late in the season, he was he, he didn't even get any first-team reps in um, OTAs or training camps. So I think, like, being behind in the playbook, I'm not as concerned about that. 
there are some other, you know, sort of nebulous reports of him being a little immature off the field, not coming in, not, you know, the whole rookie quarterback mentality, last guy, first guy in, last guy out. Um, and, and so that's a little more concerning to me. But overall, I'm, I'm still in a hold, uh, wait and see approach with him. And honestly, I'm probably more encouraged than 90% of Redskins fans at this point. Yeah, that's definitely a, a little bit higher of an opinion on Haskins than than I've got. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts on on the other guys on the roster now? Um, Alex Smith, where is he at? And Kyle Allen, how does he factor into that QB room? Like literally, where is Alex Smith? Like, is he still in America? Is he in the United States still? Like, I. Where well, are you talking? About? Upper half or bottom half? Those may be two completely different answers. I have not seen that anything on that man in years. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like Alex Smith the person a lot. Um, I think the the quarterback was he was fine. He was like a turkey sandwich. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it'll get the job done, but it doesn't excite you. He, I, I I personally, I don't think Alex Smith ever throws another pass in the NFL. Um, I think he wants to, and I think he thinks he will. And, you know, to be honest, I think at most he will have some sort of ceremonial send off where he comes in late in the game and takes a, takes a snap and throws it down. I, I don't think he's ever going to have another meaningful snap in the NFL. Um, that being said, he is still a collecting a hefty paycheck on our, on our salary cap. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think he will ever be in the mix again. Kyle Allen, that 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 was a rough day for for, uh, for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, because that so that morning we traded a fifth round pick for Kyle Allen, nah. who you know, okay, that's fine. Fifth round picks, you know, they, they don't pan out too often. I would have rather had that and signed some guy off the street. Um, can't believe I'm saying this. Maybe Joe Flacco, someone like that, nice. just mm. some dude. Bring him in, warm the bench up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that, you know, that was fine. It's a fifth round pick. But then we compounded that two or three hours later by trading Quentin Dunbar for a fifth round pick. And Quentin Dunbar, I am also much more high on than uh, the average fan. I, I think Quentin Dunbar is a top 15, if not top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now. And I, mm-hmm. I would not say that about many players on the Redskins, respective of their position. Um, but I think Quinn, Bar- Quinn Dunbar is legit, and we basically traded him for Kyle Allen. We actually moved back in the fifth round when all the dust settled uh, to trade Quinn Dunbar for Kyle Allen. So that that, that one did hurt. Um, I honestly don't know a ton about Kyle Allen. I, I watched, I did watch the one game. I, I don't know if it was his first or second game where he last year where he came in and lit it up through four or five touchdowns, and he looked really good. And then you know. Again, uh, living here in Raleigh, the Panthers games are usually on. So I saw some more later in the season, and he looked like, you know, the Kyle Allen that I had never heard of. So I, I don't think he's going to factor in too much. I, I think the bigger story, if he ever does factor in, is not necessarily him being a diamond in the rough as much as it is concerning for Dwayne Haskins' progression. Right. I definitely agree with that. The biggest question, though, in the QB situation for the Redskins, obviously, is how are you going to survive without Colt McCoy on the roster? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I can I can hear the the Texas <laughs> boy coming out of your voice when you say that. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's from yeah. Uh, our neck. Well, Abilene ish. 
Abilene adjacent, right, Logan? Yeah. Yeah. I actually went to, um, I hope I haven't already said this on the podcast. I went to second through sixth grade oh, at yeah, the same right. school while Colt McCoy was playing in high school at Jim Ned. Uh, so that uh, was, that was a pretty, pretty special time to see um, him play, played a little bit of free safety as well. Watched him wow. play basketball. Um, oh. That was interesting. Oh. Um, wow. He, fun fact, he went to, the championship game, his junior year in football, and lost in the championship game, and then went to the quarterfinals his senior year. Uh, they went to the championship game in basketball his senior year and lost as well. So oh. he was um, part of a really, really special class for a, a small 2A Texas school. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that would have been cool yeah. seeing him play. And no, no worries. He's still in the division now. Um, so we'll still get to play. I, I can't wait to, to lose to Colt McCoy twice <laughs> this year next year when everyone realizes Daniel Jones is who we originally thought he was. And Colt McCoy leads the Giants to a 14 and 2 season. That'll, that'll be fun to watch. <laughs> so quickly yeah, before sure. Ben takes the next question and kind of the transition, would you have rather drafted Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins? 100% no. Oh. Not even close, not even remotely close. Wow. I was actually, so uh, a quick story, My me and a couple of friends of mine actually went to that draft. It was in Nashville. We all really like Nashville as a city. It was cool that they're moving the draft around. So we actually took a road trip over there and spent a few days in Nashville and went to the first two days of the draft. So we were actually there um, in the freezing, pouring rain um, when Roger Goodell came out and we all had the glorious pleasure to boo him off the stage. <laughs> and I... Yeah, a buddy of mine who is a Dolphins fan, him and I were both petrified that our respective teams were going to draft Daniel Jones. And there was also a Giants fan, um, a true Giants fan in front of me with a, an Amani Toomer jersey who, oh, wow. when, when the Giants selected Daniel Jones, um, I've never seen a man throw a beer <laughs> as far as this guy. I, honestly, I'm not sure Daniel Jones could have actually thrown it that far. Um, and we were high five and we were ecstatic. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly didn't want Haskins or Jones. Um, I really wanted Sweat, Montez Sweat, mm -hmm. uh, to be honest. So that kind of worked out in the end for, for me, uh, being able to trade back on the first and get him. But no, I, I then I would take Haskins over Jones. Now I would take Haskins over Jones. I will again caveat that I think there's a I think Daniel Jones has a higher likelihood to be a starting quarterback in five years, but um, I just don't think the ceiling's there for him. Yeah. And I think Haskins. If he is a quarterback, if he is a quarterback of our future, he's going to be a great one. The uh, the, the funny thing is about that draft uh, is I think we have two people on this podcast that went to that Nashville draft. Yes. Is that correct, Logan? Yes. Yeah, there we go. We were, yeah. we oh, were really? supposed to have three. It was. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't make. I couldn't swing it because <laughs> me and me and a couple of friends went to South America like a week <laughs> later. So and Kyle was Wait one a of his minute. friends. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I think that precludes you from being able to use that as an excuse. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to use it as my excuse right now. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a pretty special experience um, seeing, I mean, how many blocks back were people just packed shoulder to shoulder? It was nearly yeah. all the way from First Street to where Bridgestone sits. It was it was insane. Yeah, we were we were a ways back. Uh, we didn't really want to get too 
shoulder to shoulder. We we moved out pretty close the second day, but yeah, there was it was crazy the, the amount of people there. It was it was a really fun time. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I know that you know we're on the topic of free agency and the drafts and everything. And I, and Kyle, I know you had a little bit. I feel like we're kind of interviewing you, which is great because you have a lot of information on the Redskins and have a, a wealth of knowledge on that topic. But I also want to give you the mic and let you ask some questions because I know you've got some free agency tidbits up your sleeve, right? I do, yeah. Um, so in the, the plethora of time I've had, you know, not today or the last few weeks as we all have just sitting around, I, I decided to take a little stab at coming up with a little game for us to play. All it's right. not often or ever I have the opportunity to speak on the Redskins in such an with such an international audience <laughs> following, listening. I know. Here. Yeah, really. So to the millions of followers, you guys can can play along as well. But I wanna I wanna play a little game with uh, Ben and Logan here. So I have a list of ten names. Some of these are the likely future all pros that uh, the Washington Redskins have signed this free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are, and, and Logan, I'm not super familiar with how closely you follow soccer, um, but the rest of these guys are Premier League players. <laughs> oh, That's great. That's, this is going to be the, so, We talk about uh, not a wide variety of sports on the show, but soccer <laughs> certainly has not made it onto the podcast yet. Yeah. We've only talked football Americana. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so again, for our international audience, I thought it'd be nice to, to bring up, which we've all heard of all of these players, I'm assuming, sure. um, but to bring up a lot of these Premier League players and, and include them in the show as well. Perfect. So first up on the docket, um, and, and I don't know if, if you guys want to take it piece by piece and, and take your stab at if this is a current member of the Washington Redskins or a current slash previous member of the English Premier League. <laughs> Um, but first up, we have Damian Francis. Ooh, I'm, Logan, I'll let you go first. I'm going to go Premier League for Damian Francis. I'm also going to go Premier League. All right. You guys know a lot more soccer than I do because I think I could name two players, and obviously Damian Francis was one of them. But, yes, he is a defensive midfielder for Wimbledon, which up until now I thought was a tennis thing yeah. only. Oh, wow. Who knew? I'm relying right. solely on my knowledge of NFL players, and if it doesn't sound like one, <laughs> yep. I'm going Premier League. Oh, that is going to backfire here shortly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so second up, we have Sean Davis. I got my guess. Okay, go for it, Ben. Redskins. I'm also going Redskins. Both of you are two for two. Sean Davis uh, is a safety, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I know Ben – Knows my roommate, Cayman, who is a big Steelers fan. And uh, let's just say less than a ringing endorsement on his <laughs> coverage, coverage abilities, tackling, pursuit, pretty much all across the board. So I'm super looking forward to him and the burgundy and gold. Uh, third up, we have a gentleman by the name of Wes Schweitzer. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to say Redskins. <laughs> All right, I'll take the under. I'll go Premier League. Wes Schweitzer was a valuable member of the Atlantic Falcons last year as their backup left guard. Boom, boom. Wow, there it is. Huh. What about, uh, let me throw you, uh, Paul Stalteri. That's got to be, 
Ben, go ahead. You give your guess first. I'll take I'll take the opposite of what, whatever you guess because because uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta tie it up. I'm going Premier League. All right, I'll go Skins. Bold strategy, Cotton. Nope. Uh, Logan is perfect Ooh. so far. Oh. I'm not sure if he's secretly a Redskins fan or secretly a Premier League fan. Sounds like both. Uh, he is a midfielder for the. I, I apologize, fans <laughs> of this name, but the Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh yeah, the uh, the Hotspurs. Yeah, Joe Spurs. Old old Hotspurs. Yeah. Uh, what about Jermaine Beckford? Eesh. Redskins. Beckford, Beckford, Beckford. Beckford sounds too British. I gotta go Premier League. Logan is five for five. Oh my On gosh, fire. he's a striker for Chelsea. Wow. Logan, man. Good for you. So we got four names left to see if Logan can make it nine for nine. Next up is Leighton Baines. Oh, I got it. That's Premier League. It's Redskins. 100% Premier League. Oh, oh my gosh. Logan, are you, are you Googling? I'm, I'm not. I swear <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, if he could spell half of these names and Google <laughs> in a timely fashion, then I'd give it to yeah, him. That's, that's a very good point. Um, yes, Layton is a fullback for the Everton somethings. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Cornelius Lucas. Oh, this one. This I feel like you're trying to trick me with this one, Kyle, but I'm going to fall into the trap. I'm also going to say Premier League. I'll go Redskins. I think it's Redskins. Don't call it a comeback. Cornelius Lucas is a proud new member of the offensive line. Oh, Washington. all right. US from the- Two more. I think Ben has to sweep to tie it. We have Kalechi Ayanacho. Redskins. Premier League. Premier League it is. Ah. He's a forward. I'm not. I'm not even going to try that name. Um, he's a Ford. Wow. And last up, we have a Kevin Pierre Lewis. Kevin Pierre Lewis. That is Premier League. That is Premier League. Ooh, rough way to end. Oh for two. Kevin Pierre Lewis is a linebacker from Chicago. Oh my wow. gosh. I, I don't want to say the next London Fletcher, but I don't not want to say that either. <laughs> wow. That's. Uh, you may have made the first London Fletcher reference on our podcast, which I'm going to say has, <laughs> is too late. I should have referenced London Fletcher a long time ago. <clears throat> Hopefully it will not be the last. But, yes, to review, uh, in our glorious star-studded class, we have signed Sean Davis, Wes Schweitzer, um, Cornelius Lucas, Kevin Pierre Lewis, and I actually skipped over one on accident, Logan Thomas. Um, oh, he's probably the star of this class. Yeah, really? Yeah. Logan- Come back home. Logan Thomas, the uh, Virginia quarterback, Logan Thomas? Mm-hmm. Yes, who uh, may be our starting tight end next year. <laughs> wow. So yeah, is we it... should have talked about him for quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe if they list him as a quarterback, he won't uh, get concussed as a tight end for the Redskins. <laughs> That's true. Although if they do list him as a quarterback, he will probably break his <laughs> break leg. His like leg yeah. quarterback has. Oh, I don't know which is worse. Wow. Nope. Well, that was that was fantastic. I appreciate you uh, expanding our international presence and expanding the variety of sports that we <laughs> offer on this show because it's pretty much just been NFL and NBA so far. But today we talked about college basketball and 
the what remind me a Premier League. Uh, Premier League, according to the Wikipedia. Okay, gotcha. Okay, okay. And I think on FIFA as well. Okay, gotcha. So I Mm. think that's probably where most of our followers are familiar with Premier League from. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, that's awesome. Um, Cool. It's been a great show, Logan. You got any closing thoughts? Any uh, last remarks for Kyle before? You bet. I can drive down the road and see Kyle, but you can't. You don't have that pleasure. That's, no, so, no, I don't. I, just uh, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm allowed to leave Texas right now. That's so, a fair point. You literally might not be. <laughs> Kyle, it was great talking to you, and um, as a you know, as a gift of our gratitude for appearing on the show and for being a full third of our listeners, I'm gonna send Ben a package with some stickers and require that he give you a few of them. Uh, with our new Going For okay. Two podcast logo for Woo. our listeners. Um, give us some kind of shout out. We'll we'll put some instructions on our Twitter, um, share one of our uh, episodes, and we will just mail you a sticker as well. So um, just trying to get, I will you say know. The, I was very concerned that I was going to go a route where you were going to mail me some sort of boxers briefs underwear. I know that's been a, <laughs> a point of contention here in the past. And I'm glad we didn't go down that road. Oh, you you would be so lucky for me to mail you a pair <laughs> of Saks underwear. It will change oh, your no. life forever. But it, I, I believe that. <laughs> oh man, traumatic experiences. They... <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, it's, it's been great, guys. I appreciate the invite. All right, man. Well, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, if you. Uh, Want to join Kyle as one of our many followers on Twitter? You can do so at going for two underscore pod. Again, that's at going for two underscore pod. Uh, talk to us. Tell us about potential guests you want to see on the show. Uh, let us know your topics, questions, comments, concerns, feedback for our first guest. But until then, Logan, Kyle, it's been a pleasure. Until next time. Boom, boom. <laughs>